Mike's up. <laughs> Is he? Gordano! <laughs> and welcome to the podcast of Sorry Not In Service. Gordano! Yes, and uh, and it's a hot and sweaty mother effort that it... I contributed. <laughs> I said Gordano. William did. He contributed to the show and the intro. Hello! <laughs> it's been like this for the last two hours, listeners. It's been, It was a very hot evening. We yeah. recorded in. There was thunder. There was lightning. There was sweat patches. It literally had it all. Like a tea stall, it was a bit muggy. <laughs> and that's as good a place as any to end this intro. Here beginneth the show. <laughs> Sorry, not in service. 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 That's right, listeners. Simon and Will. Weighty times indeed. You're listening yeah. to Sorry Not In Service on 10 Radio, the 10 Parishes' finest local radio station. I really thought we were... <laughs> no, no, I was not no, going to say no. Really finest. Not. Finest. Drop, You're going to go with finest. Drop that little F-bomb there. Like, a, uh, like, an, an, amazing, like an amazing sausage. <laughs> listeners, listen, it's just got 8 o'clock on a Friday and you're listening to the radio. Let's not really think about that too much. I'm sure there are better things you could be doing. But you've chosen not to. You've chosen to uh, spend your time indoors glued to the old wireless. You did used to have a lot more friends, didn't you? What happened there? I suppose, you know, they're not real friends, eh, if you just kind of forget about them. That's right. If they don't turn up to listen to Sorry Not In Service every fortnight around your wireless, then they're not real friends, are they, William? No, they're not. You know what they are, Simon? What's that? Uh, for the kind of thing that, that requires that. Oh, it's always a swear word. Yes, most certainly. Good evening. <laughs> Electronic pop music there from the future. Yeah, I heard it. And uh, we're just uh, rootling and tootling through Williams. Which ones uh, are the ones that have heads and tails? Oh, uh, currency. We're looking for coins to okay. flip to see who's going to tell the, the amusing anecdote first for their past fortnight. Um, Simon, what? Simon, heads or tails? Heads. Heads. Oh, I've got it. It's over there. Yeah. Where, where did it go? Somewhere over there. I'll just flip another one. It's heads. It's okay. You got it. Yeah, I've got it. It's heads. Right. Where'd that one come up? Yeah, that was heads as well. <laughs> a treat for the webcam viewers. There. <laughs> so, um, what, is it, what did I say? Yeah, you can go first. I'll go first. Yeah, that's a <laughs> good point. Now, William, I was I was very lucky boy. You uh, was very lucky boy. I was very lucky boy. Why were you a very lucky boy? You're Mac uh, Lotto Owen? No, because sir, I was able to spend a day gardening last weekend. That's better than gardener. No, no, you've you, you've done gardening tales before, weren't you? I've you, done you, many you, a gardening tales. Uh, on the last show, you anecdoted that um, there was um, you were doing some gardening and you scared uh, a young family, wasn't it? Yes, yes, yeah. that was last time round. So. I, uh, I I I scared a young family as well. Did you? Yeah, oh, it's good fun, isn't it? Well, not so much if they're next door neighbours. I was um, busy topping a tree. I think that's what you call it, isn't it? Sort of you hack off the top, hack off the top. Yep. And uh, some of the tree was growing over sort of the other, the other side of the hedge and ah, next door's ah, garden. Ah, so I went ah. to chop it, and uh, I needed to reach for the branch. So I reached and I reached. Past tense. Ratched. I ratched. Going to find this branch. Right. I finally got it, and that was. Yep. Got it. Okay, Carla, I've got it. Um, but next door's children were the other side of this hedge. Right. So what they saw was, was a man going, <laughs> and then and then an arm appearing outside <laughs> on their side of the hedge. <laughs> At which point the young children, who I'd not met yet, ran inside screaming. Oh, they actually heard them screaming. Oh, well, it was sort of like a <laughs> and then ran inside. Yeah, they're quite young. <laughs> Simon, I know at the head of the uh, show we're supposed to have this formatting point of an anecdote to bed people in. Yes, sir. What? <laughs> Why have you just played a fantastically anodyne pop song? 
Not anodyne at all, sir. Yes, it was it, anodyne. Uh, uh, point one, it was from 1998. What, what, the most anodyne of years? The least anodyne of years. Sorry, Richard. In, in the Guinness Book of Records, <laughs> it was the least anodyne of years. Uh, the Friday Peace um, Agreement and the birth of our little brother. That was the audience. Name two other things. <laughs> that was the audience. Ho uh, uh, not hosted by, but fronted by. Hosted. Hosted by. Hosted. Sophie Ellis Bexter. The Beatles, hosted tonight by Paul McCartney. <laughs> That's right. uh, no, um, uh, uh, um, Sophie Ellis Bexter of, um, of Sophie Ellis Bexter fame and, 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 and of Janet Ellis's fame. Exactly. So there's a lot to it, William. There's a lot more than you meets the ears. No, there isn't, is there, though? <laughs> yeah, there is. What's, what have you been up to, William? <laughs> Alright. Um, uh, <laughs> when I'm not here, I live in Tan, as I'm sure you're familiar with. We discussed this before. Yes, sir. And uh, the thing about living in Tan is that you have to deal with the close proximity of other human beings. Mm -hmm. And maybe sometimes travails, woes indeed. We're all familiar with travails and woes. Sorry, not in service. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, uh, our neighbour, who... Actually, Emma, if you are listening, you might need to turn this down. Uh, had, uh, <laughs> he had something of a contretemp with his uh, lady. Right. And uh, she stormed off. Oh, wow, exciting. She stormed off. It's very exciting. Yeah. And you know the sensible thing to do when somebody storms off? What you do, yeah? Hmm? You make a cup of tea? Yes. Yeah? And you sit down and you think, where have I gone wrong? You know, maybe it, it, can I blame this entirely on myself? Is this a passing phase? I should weather this situation and see how it develops. And he decided to have, along with that cup of tea, some friends round and an enormous amount of Foster's Lager style urine. <laughs> um, yes, and he played some loud music. Oh, and wow. he started breaking things. Oh, wow. He decided he was going to start breaking things in quite a bombastic ha 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 ha, swear, swear, swear. Swear away. <clears throat> okay. And things reached ahead mm -hmm. when he um, uh, proudly announced he was nipping out for a bit, walked across the residence car park, mm -hmm. and uh, smashed the rear window of a parked car. Oh, crikey. Fun times. Yeah. Exciting town times. Now, Emma and I observed all of this uh, through uh, barely opened blinds <laughs> and via the medium of audio. Yes. We're all familiar with that. This is 10 Radio. And uh, thought, well, at that point... We don't know that it's his car, but I suppose if he's doing that, we should probably phone the police. Okay. Because he should phone the police when things like that are going uh, on. Yeah, I only guess so, yeah. So it fell to me to phone these policemen. Yes. Yeah, I'm not very good on phones. <laughs> what ho, copper? What ho, copper? <laughs> uh, there's hoodlums. There's hoodlums in the house next door. Uh, I would be very much obliged if you'd come along and remove them post-haste. No, uh, it was very sensible. Very, it was a very good phone call. Apart from the way that clearly the person taking the phone call was in training. Right. Because I could hear the person training her, prompting her with every little <laughs> thing. Just on the edge of hearing. So there would be this curious louder echo when the person who's actually talking to me repeated these things. <laughs> and she asked for a description of the car. Right, okay. Yeah. And the problem is, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's silver. Can I have a make and model? It, it's a silver car. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not a very good man. <laughs> and then she kind of laughed and said, that's fine, not all men need to know about cars. <laughs> And I said, I could go and have a look out of the window and read the registration plate, but I'd have to do it quietly, because he might hear. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went to read the registration plate very quietly, just in case he might hear next door. This scary the bad man. man. The, the bad man. The bad man, <laughs> the bad yes. man might hear me. And then went back in, and uh, a safe distance away, so yeah. I could talk normally, and uh, said, uh, right, okay, that, 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 that's very good of you. Thanks very much. Um, uh, how many doors does it have? Uh, three? Is three a thing? The boot counts, doesn't it? Three. <laughs> and <laughs> properly made her laugh, and enjoyably enough, the pre-echo laugh as well. <laughs> because the three... I'm sorry, Clarkson would be livid. <laughs> and you must never upset Clarkson. And you must never upset Clarkson. Did the old coppers turn up? They did turn up. They did turn up, and everything went very quiet, and it turns out the guy next door was just very upset. Really? Yeah, conveniently the police turned up just as his, uh, his uh, lady had returned home oh to uh, to iron everything out. So essentially the police returned home to discover some people going, yeah, we should make up and be friends. <laughs> Our work here is done. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Amazing. Not what a way to come back, though, after a big argument and you stormed out, to t- come back and find out the car window has been smashed. <laughs> yeah, the police the are at your door. The smashed <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> and your a, a previous boyfriend has uh, got, the, got, the, got the police round. Yeah, so, it, uh, was, um, yeah it, was, it was a busy hour. <laughs> police hour on, um, well, Taunton. What can I do to make you happy? Not a shanty band. Yo ho ho! And it's a not bottle a shanty of band. <laughs> uh, William, we've, yes, we've heard all, we've heard all about your shanty band. No, we haven't, because they're not uh, a shanty we've band. We've heard all about your. We've shan- not heard anything of a shanty band. We've heard all about. We've not heard anything about a shanty band. But why don't we hear about Tom? Because we can hear about Tom any old day of the week. It makes me so happy. <laughs> That's a bit creepy, wasn't it? A little bit. I go, hang on, re-edit for the podcast. Yes, yeah, let's hear about Tom. It does make me happy. I think it's worse. That didn't sound sincere, did it? No. Let's hear about Tom. It makes me... That's a bit sexy. <laughs> um, Stop being so sexy. I really can't help it. Let's, let's find out all about Tom today. What is Tom up, up to now? Hello. Hello, Tom. Hello, hello. Hello, Tom. Tom. What the hump are you up to right now? I am revising for a retake of my tax exam. Oh, nice. Tom, hold on. Does that mean you're not on holiday anymore? I'm, uh, I'm in England. I'm in, I'm in the Debenhams cafeteria. That's so much bullshit. <laughs> not bullshit. Waiting for my dad to pick me up. How sad, how sad is my life? <laughs> well, send your high fives to your dad. Bye, Tom. Bye. What is Tom up, up to? No longer on holiday. Now he's so sad. He's so crestfallen. Oh, he really got the like, coming back from holiday blues. He has really, actually, he really hasn't he? Has. Yes. And now, listeners, oh, poor Tom. Uh, poor Tom. Listeners, poor if Tom. you value Tom as much as you all say you do, which is brackets a lot, the then alive. I might, I might start. A, a, is it called a, a, a kick funder? A fun oh, start, yes, fun yeah. start, a fun kick, kickstarter, kickstarter, kickstarter campaign to 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 what? Send Tom back away. to Europe to send him away. Send him away to expatriate him. Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> yes, to evict <laughs> him, to emigrate him. So, listeners, to, uh, I think what I need to do to send Tom away uh, to cheer him up is um, what I don't know, uh, grand. <laughs> Sure what's going on there? Uh, that was the echoes by the rapture. Sorry, we keep getting distracted by the quite exciting lightning that's happening. Yeah, there's some uh, real um, rocking thunder. This is rather enthusiastic, isn't it? Which would explain why you were feeling so weirded out earlier, but very muggy. It's very muggy, and I'm a kind of Frankenstein, and these things uh, affect me. Yeah, these uh, things yeah. are sent to try you. These these things are sent to try me, and try me they do not. Powerful human being. You know what else has been sent to try me um, since we were last on air, Simon? Work oh, experience, children. I thought you were going to say women there, but fine. Well, well <laughs> since birth. <laughs> um, um, sorry. Work experience, children. Yes. Yes. Next, if you're at supermarkets. Oh, you've got some kiddies working get with you. Shuttled in. Right. Okay. And I've made errors before with work experience children because either I'm friendly to them, right, and not. And pull that face. Fine. I'm just nice. Yep. Just nice. Yep. And then I go, ah, oh, I've broken my mystique with all the people who are permanent. Oh, yep. got it. Right, okay, Or yes. I make the place look really exciting to work in. Um, and then they come back. To work. Yeah. And then I'm going to deal with these people and they're like, they already know me, uh, but they're like finished school and they come and work there. And they're going to be here What's every that about? day. Uh, oh, God. It was okay when I knew you were leaving at the end of the week, but now you're still here. Oh, God. So yeah, I've been slightly less pleasant in general. Fine, okay. With them, I've decided the thing to do is to basically be really tedious. Yep. Or very confusing. Mm-hmm. Or never muddy the waters between those two <laughs> things. So I've just been. Have you actually got a game plan post school? Because it doesn't matter about the grades you get. It's about making sure that you've got something you're heading towards, okay? Because you could get straight A's the whole of the way through. If you don't have a plan, yes. it's all going to go to naught. Right. This fell apart as a system very, very early on because I said I actually got pretty good GCSEs, but I had absolutely no plan. It all fell apart. And then the, the child, this child, like a 
just mewling proto-human fetus thing. Yes, sir. But, oh, you did really well. Did you do well in science? And I went, yeah, yeah, I got, I got A's in science. I did really well in science. Yep. That was, a, yeah. And she went, oh, so um, why, uh, why uh, do you have to keep the reaction at high temperature and under high pressure in nuclear fusion? <laughs> and I said, I'm pretty confident you're going to mean fission here. And she said, no, I mean fusion. And I said, well, if that's the case, it's because nuclear fusion didn't exist when I was at school. <laughs> <laughs> Which incidentally was some time before you existed at all. I'm not sure I'm laughing at the right bit. Well, the bit I'm laughing at is you having an argument with a 15 year old girl about <laughs> GSE results. It's not, it wasn't an argument. You were twice her a, age. I made <laughs> twice her age. More than twice. I made a valuable point about the way that you should make sure you're prepared for the post scholastic world. And she threw it back in my face. <laughs> That's forever not going to be the bit I'm laughing at. I bet it is. I've got this wonderful image of you arguing with a two foot tall I, it, primary mainly, school mainly girl. Mainly the thing that was in drawing me on in the business of just outright arguing with her. Partially because I was just finding it amusing, but also she had a little friend who was stood behind her who had been really quiet all day and just, just urinating herself in amusement <laughs> to this whole scene. It's very good fun. Uh, it, yeah, that was yeah. So work experience, children. So that system didn't work. The other system, which I think I've partially discussed before, is asking apparently nonsensical questions, but they are supposed to widen the doors of perception. Right. So there's the classic, which I have uh, mentioned before. Do you now have your voice to be a marine biologist? Yes. They thought that was a question about where I thought they might be going with their lives because they haven't reached the point where their dreams have started to be crushed. No, no, no. They're not human yet. No, no. So that didn't work. Uh, so I fell back on an old classic or a variation on an old classic we used to have. Uh, if you could only have one thing, and this is the whole world, there could only be one of these two things. Right? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah? Uh, I, went, I went with uh, music or bridges. Music or bridges. Music or bridges. Now... Bridges. Yeah, it's clearly bridges, isn't it? Yeah, it's bridges. It? Because every whole infrastructure completely falls Absolutely. apart. The entire world would be largely unrecognisable yes. without bridges. Yes. You'd have to just let the music go. Yeah, fine. It's very sad, but it's going to have to go. It doesn't exist anymore. They couldn't accept that, and I got very heated in there. <laughs> <laughs> have you not thought about the infrastructure? You know motorways couldn't exist if it wasn't for bridges. Right, so again, well, I've got a picture of you standing over a, a fourteen-year-old, standing, no. standing over a fourteen-year-old girl, bellowing at them. <laughs> You've got to choose its music or bridges. Whilst rehanging a bikini, <laughs> exactly, and then turning to her friend and arguing with her over GCSE results. Yeah, <laughs> and getting paid for it. Yeah, I got a really good write-up at the end of the week. They all mentioned me. <laughs> Wings 
and installed a milkshake dispenser onto the dashboard. The ashtray remained in place for space smoking. Bernstein successfully launched his craft on April 23, 1960, and drove it into the atmosphere before flying around the Earth 47 times, before landing briefly on the sun, claiming it for his country with a big flag. Even now, if you stare at the sun for long enough, you can see the stars and stripes dancing across your eyes. So, next time you hear someone inventing achievements by the Russians, kick them in the pecker and tell them there was never a space race, because to have a race, more than one set of guys need to be involved. God bless you, Connor Bernstein, and God bless America. more pop music there uh, William I was a very lucky boy during the last fortnight to have been able to go to the live stock event the live stock event yes that's right sir. it's not like Woodstock but alive <laughs> that's it. it's more alive and certainly more cattle involved mm. uh, so was at Birmingham NEC on Wednesday and I went up there and uh, just looked at some cows I guess and wandered around and spoke to some salesmen it was all jolly exciting now um, there was uh, one salesman that I know reasonably well he comes to the farm every now and again and um he, uh, I saw him, bumped into him right at the beginning of the day. And then about, I don't know, an hour later, I bumped into him again. Mm. And we sort of went, <laughs> really must stop meeting. And, oh, um, yeah. and then, you know, a half an hour later, again. The third time that I met him, I, um, I sort of dropped my guard slightly. And because I played along with his <laughs> banterishness. Oh, and uh, yeah, I sort yeah, of dropped my guard slightly and sort of pretended that I, I sort of forgot that I didn't know him socially. Um, and just said to him, look, I don't want to see you again. <laughs> that <clears throat> so, I, I can I can sympathise with that. That moment where you suddenly remember that not everybody is in any way like a good person. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, it, I mean it, it was sort of like you know I, I did sort of mean it in a fun jovial way, but I, it was like just, it, like, it the, just the, jo the joke is that I'm saying this to you. I um, saw him several times walking towards me. Well, a couple of times walking towards me later in the day. He obviously clocked me because actually I know he's swivelling. And walking off again in the other direction. Because <laughs> oh, I said to him, Simon. I did not want to see you again. <laughs> Simon, Simon. Really? Yeah. Not bad man. Why didn't you follow him? <laughs> really? Yeah. Talk to the him about is. fusion or fusion or whatever it was. Fission. Fission. <laughs> you did, yeah, just, yeah. Under those circumstances, Will's, Will's solutions. <laughs> uh, just. Just follow him. Just follow him. Just follow him and back him into a corner. But he's trying for you to not see him until such time as he realises you have actually herded him there. Right. At which point he'd probably be a bit worried. And then you could break the tension by saying, I'm really sorry, you've clearly took that the wrong way. It was a joke about the way that we keep meeting each other. Yeah. You've resolved the situation, haven't you? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, maybe he might appreciate the fact that I've herded him. At a livestock event. That might be something to herd livestock. Um, no. No, no. It did make me think about an idea that I had a while ago. Um, about um, people. No, 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 about just sort of being really blunt. And how... Um, you don't go to the hairdressers, do you, Will? No. No, okay. Um, hence well, what's going on over there. But a lot of people do. And um, a lot of the time you get the same old nonsense chat. You get the, uh, oh, oh, uh, what are you up to today? Uh, have, are you having a nice day? Uh, where are you going on holiday? What I would like to see implemented in the next government is um, the uh, budget compulsory <laughs> the compulsory asking when you book a hair appointment of would you like chat with that? And then you say yes, I'd like chat, in which case open season, or no, I would like no chat, in which case your haircut is done in silence. Do you not enjoy confounding tra tra <laughs> chat? No, no, I don't. I just find it awkward and horrible. Just get found. Where are you going on holiday? Your house. <laughs> no. Give me, give me some. Okay, I'm going to a quick lesson. Will solutions confounding chat. So, give me a hairdresser cliche. God, it's enormous. <laughs> <laughs> <Is that> a <laughs> hairdresser cliche. 
Sorry, I was, looking at the thunder. I was looking at the lightning outside. Uh, 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 let's say... Um, let's say watching some very strange hairdresser films. Let's say... Um, yeah, where, where, are you, where, 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 dog. where are you going on holiday this year? I'm going to your house. I'm going to have a fine old time. It's going to be delightful. I'll be in the attic uh, from the 11th of July until uh, the 11th of July the following year. This year. Um... Are you, have you got a busy day ahead? Yes, I'm going to be busy watching you and following you all through the day. And yeah, sure, you won't be moving that much at first, but once you notice me, you'll start moving more and more and more until such a time as you keep running. I just realised the floor in the system. What's that? Have they got all scissors near your face? <laughs> What was that, Sam? Uh, well, it was assorted noises and uh, buzzes and Why crackles. do you never say what the name of the song is? Because it's really not important. It is! I'd like to hear what the name of the song is. Names, Simon, are important. And I, actually, I've got a very good example of this, Simon. Okay. Because sometimes a name can make or break a situation. Yes. For example, I'm Will. Making or breaking a situation. <laughs> Let us find out. Well, more, the more often than not making a situation. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a fun name the other day, because you have a fun game that you like to play when you see uh, those vehicles that people sleep in. Camper vans. Camper vans. Camper vans always they, have fun names. They usually have fun names. Yes. And guess what happened the other day, Simon? Go for it. I saw a lovely camper van name. Very straightforward. Yep. Westphalia. Contextually, mm -hmm. I was travelling east behind this guy. <laughs> For 13 increasingly hilarious smiles. Because <laughs> I hadn't really had enough sleep. I was listening to Queen. I was getting over the problem. I <laughs> yes, of course. An official 10 radio endorsed no sleep resolution system. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just the whole business of following this camper van with emblazoned in large letters on the back Westphalia heading east the whole way unerringly. When I finally turned off the road, he continued east. It made me so happy <laughs> just to watch. This is being mooted as a that's being mooted as a this next song I'm going to play is being mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune of Newsnight. Mooted as a mooted as a mooted as a mooted as a this one's being mooted as a that's being mooted as a it's been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to um, to Blue Peter. Allegedly. 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 And the following piece of music has been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to Songs of Praise. sake what's going on the foreign exchange program will begin in Ashbristol on the 13th of July this year residents of the village will be swapping their homes with the bonobo apes of the Democratic Republic of Congo the bonobos will be arriving by 2 p.m. and settling into their new homes shortly afterwards famed for their near constant copulation and occasional cannibalism the apes will be forming a parish council and maintaining the local economy as best they can in contrast, the current residents will be forcibly taken from their houses and parachuted into the war-torn home of the bonobos, before being left in the swamp forests lining the Congo River. Best wishes to all involved. The Allen Wool Beer Festival is starting tomorrow morning, and this year Allen's planning on trying his hand at seeing the whole thing through until Sunday afternoon. Tickets are extremely limited, as Allen's shack can only hold Allen, and are priced according to whether or not you are Allen Wool. Tickets have now sold out, as there is only one Alan Wool. Oh, Alan Wool! Wednesday night is fly fishing night at Clatworthy Reservoir. 14 billion dead flies will be deposited into the region's drinking water before being hooked out by local enthusiasts. It's a tradition that's only slightly younger than time itself, says last year's champion Bertie Flaherty. Flaherty went on to say, Sure, there's always about 14 billion flies left in the reservoir after the three of us go home, and the water is almost entirely undrinkable, but it's a tradition! Residents of the 200,000 homes served by Clatworthy's water are advised to sleep through the following shortage. And the Vindictive Geography Exhibition is opening a brand new display on Tuesday, celebrating the return of Clatworthy's expedition to find the angriest drumlins in Britain. 
The drumlins, some of which are wanted by The Hague, will be paraded before astonished onlookers, before a furious hillbreeders auction. Newsreader John Snow is due in Wiveliskum on the 18th for the Women's Institute annual fun day. Snow will be giving out prizes in the raffle, judging the cake competition and ending the day with a two-hour erotic spectacular set to the music of the Pirates of Penzance. Snow is expected to end his display with a flourish of fireworks and chanting. And it's Poetry Week in Brompton Ralph, and resident poet laureate and only surviving visitor to the Southern Hemisphere, Captain Oates, will be presenting his latest magnum opus. As a quick reminder, last year's greatest poem was declared to be There once were the parishes ten, a full of good women and men. They had radio stunts and Easter egg hunts, but to the east was Preston Boyer. And that is literally the only things that are happening in the ten parishes over the forthcoming fortnight. See you there! Let's have a read and see what it says and then do everything it instructs me to. Ha oh, ha, oh, you f***ing idiot. I'm junk mail. I'm gonna screw you over. Take you for every penny you're worth, you f***ing puppet. Oh, what do you think I am, genuine? Oh, you must be f***ing joking, you doting twat. Send us your bank details. Well, please do. Um, guess what? What now? I've brought junk mail. You being... Will? Yes. What? Everyone can tell you're over there. Oh, of course. I forget. I was sorry. I forgot my was over here. Uh, Will, yeah. you've brought junk mail. I've brought junk mail. Simon, normally you're the one that gets junk mail. Yes, because of all the, the fruity Google websites. searches you do. <laughs> That's right, sir. Yes. Big boobies. .gov.uk. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you know, those, you know, sometimes you get an email and you go, I, I, I kind of vaguely recognise that name. Do I know a Bradley Morgan? You know, do, I, do I know a Sarah Hooper? Sounds like sure. the sort of people you could know. Yeah, do I know a Survive End Days? <laughs> <laughs> you almost certainly do. I do, I know a couple, but which Survive End Days <laughs> is this email from? I'd best open it and have a look. Oh, of course, it's the Survive End Days who wants to tell me about the church leaders secretly preparing treacherous takeover of the US. Oh my goodness, griefsticles. Let's tear that apart for a moment, Simon. Yes, sir. Right. One. Yes. Who do we trust most of all? Who would be most shocked by doing something awry? Government? No, 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 no. People who are moral guardians who have never done anything awry. Andy Murray, the British tennis player? Mm, the goose? <laughs> no, the tennis player. Oh, Andy Murray, the British tennis player, the human, not yeah. Andy Murray, the British tennis player, the goose. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Carry on. No, Simon, it would be church leaders. Oh, of course. Yes, the morally relevant ones. Yes. And they're secretly preparing something, and not only, Simon, is this a secret, yeah. it is treacherous in that it is a takeover of the US. Oh, my word. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how on earth they're going to do it, because last time I checked... Mm. Just like I don't think they've got the necessary kind of authority to take over a significant super state. No. But never mind, because there is a pact. Right. There is a pact that will bring the American family, there's only one, down to their darkest pits. And it's no surprise, Obama is the dark leader of this devious plan. <laughs> oh God. Now, the problem is, this is I think this is the Survive End Days that I don't like. Right, Because okay. I've got a few friends who are Survive End Days, but this is the one that thinks that... Mr. Mr. President Obama yes. is also a church leader. Oh, is that the implication there, is it? Well, because if it's church leaders secretly preparing treacherous takeover, yeah. and it's no surprise Obama is the dark leader of this devious plan. <laughs> Pope Obama. Pope Obama? Yeah. Pope Obama. Pope Obama. <laughs> like by a, Barry Manilow. Sounds, like, <laughs> sounds like a breakfast cereal. <laughs> the Pope Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Surely he's already managed to achieve his crazy takeover of the US. It's not really a treacherous takeover. I think that's called democratic <laughs> election, Kenyan born or nay. <laughs> <laughs> Analysts warn it's going to devastate millions of families. Is it? Millions of them, especially those with children. Oh, well, we'll yeah. Just, yeah, quite, yeah, quite. Yeah, and uh, I haven't clicked here to see why, but apparently this in independent investigation has been running online. <laughs> For a no more than a couple of weeks. <laughs> and it was taken down 17 times in this period. 
Possibly by logic. <laughs> More than 22 million Americans have accessed the link. And they are panicked. Of course they are. With two Ks. <laughs> Now, you see, I thought this is probably just going to be somebody I voted one way, and maybe it's just they weren't happy with the way that the election turned out. And so now they say that Obama is going to be the next pope and he's going to do a <laughs> treacherous takeover of the, the US. But then I realised it can't possibly have been uh, from a, uh, a an American uh, election attendee. Right, okay. What are they called? Uh, Voter. American, American, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Election attendee. Yeah. Because that, this is actually somebody who just cares for the freedom of the world. Of course. Yeah, because this email was actually sent to me by End Days Survival, and um, they're based on 44 Main Street, Douglas, South Lanarkshire, UK. What <laughs> <laughs> caring, decent people! <laughs> <laughs> from all the way from Douglas there. Oh, that's incredible. So, um, incredible. if anyone's currently in South Lanarkshire, I sincerely think you ought to go along to 44 Main Streets. I think we should take this show on tour. I think we should take Alice up to the South Lanarkshire. <laughs> <laughs> and broadcast some incredible opinions. Zodiac signs are an important part of who we are, but astrology is so much more than personality traits. The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From Saint Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the Zodiac, but one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. Aries. On Sunday, your sofa will be repatriated to China. It would be advisable to spend Saturday removing any items that may have become lost in its recesses, such as your vibrantly fascistic manifesto. You owe your sofa a new lease of life. Taurus. Mango chutney is not a recognized food group. However, it is generally considered to be the best available amalgamation of all known food groups. Concordantly, your new diet will certainly have the whole office a chattering. This horoscope has been sponsored by Charlotte's. Gemini. Reluctant acceptance of your fate is clearly the best way to go with Tuesday. Don't be afraid of showing your disapproval, but make sure that you can claw back some dignity when you give in. Maybe have a shirt printed with the slogan, I'm just going along with this. Cancer. You will meet a short woman constructed entirely of light. She will largely ignore you. You will try and draw her attention by throwing hats at the moon. The moon will take umbrage with this behavior by sending moths to smother your wallaby. You will swear off crystal meth. Leo. Being talked back to is sometimes good for you. You've had it too easy for too long. In your cave, eating lichen. Either way, you'll get into a contretemps with a tour guide. Virgo. The toaster is for toast, Virgo. Try and get that settled in your head. The next time you try and cook soup in it, you will not do well. Libra. You still won't have tidied up by Thursday. Despite the way we clearly said that you should have sorted that out. The stars aren't angry with you, Libra. We are just enormous globes of exploding hydrogen. Scorpio, if you leave me now, 
You'll take away the biggest part of me. Ooh, no. Baby, please, don't go. Sagittarius. Who can really say what purpose your life was supposed to have? It is important to make the most of what you have. You have two pounds thirty-five and a ferret. Try finding a purpose that includes everything you have. Capricorn. On Thursday, you will discover why it is that you should keep two chevrons apart. I'll not spoil the surprise, but let's say it involves rapid motion, a spilt drink, and recriminations. Aquarius. Ichthyosaurs are not technically dinosaurs, and as a result, your genetically created dinosaur park will be closed by trading standards. Pisces. The police are not yet out to get you, and so you should consider the possibility that it's someone else at the door. Answer the door politely. You don't need to give the police a reason to change tack. Smile broadly. Put down the poker. sat there in my inbox. Let's have a read and see what it says and then do everything it instructs me to. Oh, you f***ing idiot. I'm junk mail. I'm gonna screw you over. Take you for every penny you're worth, you f***ing puppet. Oh, what do you think I am? Genuine? Oh, you must be f***ing joking, you doting twice. Send us your bank details. Second time round for that beautiful song. Simon, more junk mail? Yes. You have some as well. I brought some to the table. A rap battle. <laughs> Subject. <laughs> How to find happiness. Oh, colon. Hang on. Really? Yes. How to find happiness, colon. Oh. Uh, as in like the punctuation mark. Oh, I see. <laughs> Three secrets from research. From research? From research, sir. Heard about that on the now, internet. You've probably read a lot of stuff on the internet about how probably. to find happiness. Oh. But you're still not jumping for joy. Uh, <laughs> Some of the tips feel corny, so you don't actually do them. Others stop working after a while, so you stop following through. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's one of the tips. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but there we are. Good, good lord. Yes. Right. What gives? What, what does give? Well, plenty if you're doing, following the previous advice. Uh, yeah, is precisely. there a solution that really works and keeps working? I'm with you. I want uh, answers. Who has them? Sonia does. What, so what? I gave her a call. <laughs> Sonia? Sonia is a professor at University of California and one of the leading experts on happiness. She's a professor of happiness, Will. Mm. Yep. She's the author of two great books on the subject. <laughs> Prof Chirpy. <laughs> a lot of what you read about are cliches your wise grandmother told you to do. What? But here's the thing. The cliches are often true. Grandman knows a lot. <laughs> what? I quite like this. I mean, this is a very one-sided conversation so <laughs> yeah. far, isn't it? There's a lot of questions yeah. being asked and immediately answers. Yeah. Yeah. And grand man knows a lot. Well, grand man does know a lot. <laughs> Habit for, I mean, you don't just get given that title, Simon. You've got to earn that title. Exactly. Yeah, like Prince Philip. Habits can be a big problem for happiness. You can get in a rut. But there's a solution. Actually, there are three. There's three solutions? Yeah. They're all, by and large, the same. And... Two-thirds of them revolve around the same um, film streaming service that you can get on the internet. Point, point one. <laughs> Novelty. Try a new angle. Watching Netflix on the couch, feeling stale, <laughs> go to the movies. <laughs> Number two. Variety. Try different strategies. Netflix isn't doing it anymore. Try something else. What? Surprise! Number three. Not sure how something will turn out? Awesome! Grab that special someone and take tango lessons or sumo wrestling classes. What? <laughs> so there's two two ways Can of you dealing with this. Imagine how badly it would go if you went 
Darling, I've got a great idea. I've been looking at you for a while and thinking, you know what we should do? Sumo wrestling. <laughs> Turn Netflix off. Let's go down Turn to the Netflix sumo wrestling. Off. Go put on a massive nappy and roll around. Or maybe stop eating bread or something. Jesus. <laughs> so those are the three solutions to finding happiness. Cancel your subscription to Netflix and go, and go sumo, sumo wrestling. wrestling with your spouse. Uh, and a little addendum at the end. Findings from around the internet. So some more bullet points here. Okay. Want to date someone who's frankly out of your league? Science says this might be the right way to go. Link to a website. Right, okay. Okay, so I was wondering at what point this was going to get round to, hey, press on this button. Yeah. Because at the moment a, it was just... There's a lot of press on these buttons oh, towards the yeah, end. There's yeah. quite a few press yeah. on these buttons. So, want to date someone who's frankly out of your league? Yep. Press the button. Press the button. <laughs> I like this one. That's good. <laughs> Number four is four new parenting tips that will make your kids awesome. <laughs> Click on the link. <laughs> want to be more productive? Yep. New insights from the guru I trust, David Allen. David Allen? <laughs> yep. Is it like the old kind of comedian from the From 16? Dave Allen, yeah. yeah. I think the link just goes to some YouTube clips of Dave <laughs> Allen. Dave Allen. <laughs> telling you how to be more productive. <laughs> Turn Netflix off. Or by off. sitting in a chair with a fag and whiskey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is that how it works? I'll click the link, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, right, and the final bit, you made it to the end of the email. You what? deserve a minute of relaxation. Click the link. <laughs> feeling feeling stressed about something? Research shows just looking at an adorable animal can reduce the heart rate, blood pressure, and make you relax. Watching cute animal videos is a guilt-free, science-backed way to improve your health. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. We've gone full cool. circle. William's hot again now. Yeah. Cooled down when the rains came, but uh, yeah. no, it all. But it then all... you know what happens when those rains go? It's not rain. Well, when they stop. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I saw that insightful now I say it out loud. It <laughs> 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 was a really good observation. I thought that was the kind of thing people would get put on like billboards. Or, um, you know, there would be a... you see them on pictures on Facebook. There'd right. be a picture of a lovely sunset. Mm. And then it's... Whatever it was I said. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the when sunset. the rain stops. It's, it's not rain. It's not rain. <laughs> sort of like a... Sort of like a... a um, pr yeah. Not promotional, a... Um, inspirational poster in a yeah. middle management yeah. office. When the rain stops, it's not rain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to go along with I'm... Oh, probably fine <laughs> even with that little stumble I'd like to see that in front of a, um, a lovely picture of a jungle you know with a little bit of dappled sunlight I'm a so it's fine <laughs> well listeners if you weren't guessing already this is the show being wound up <laughs> wound up yeah, well it's sort of you know it's like winding something up at the end of it um, and uh, yeah <laughs> What, do you not have any inspirational messages, Simon? Think of a scene. Give me a scene. I don't know, a, tra a scene. trampoline. Trampoline? You don't have that on the background. <laughs> a guy on a trampoline. It's better. Yeah, all right, a guy on a trampoline. guy on a trampoline. And the slogan is... Oh, I suppose it's, everything's all right, really. It's Thursday soon. Yep, still, yep. <laughs> can't, can't grumble. <laughs> can't grumble a picture of a man on a trampoline. <laughs> oh gosh, I've gone strange. Simon! William, it's the end of the show. What? You've just done a rearranging for the podcast, <laughs> Sorry, not in service. Up the wizard's sleeve. <laughs> now we're going to see what happens when Simon realises he's going to have to edit it together. And I decide I'm going to make it difficult. So, William, it's the end of the show. It certainly and is. I've uh, enjoyed this two-minute-long link. That's right. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth have we learned? What have we learned? We've learned that it's a two-minute link, and I'm going to make it even trickier by putting some background music over this. And this part of the two-minute link where we learn what we've learned. 
The boot also counts as a door. Simon lacks disregard in his dealings with humanity's less subversive elements. William would make a great career advisor for your children. All it takes to distract a couple of radio buffoons is enormous sky electricity. Someone has got to stop Pope Obama before he takes control of the America. And there ain't no rap battle like a Sorry Not In Service junk mail rap battle. <laughs> this has been Sorry Not In Service. It it's now three minutes long. <laughs> I'm going to have a hell of a time editing this together <laughs> tomorrow morning. And um, we'll be back in a fortnight. Yeah, good luck everyone. <laughs> Closing the show. We hope you've learnt your lesson. One, two, three. One, two, three. That was it. Yeah, listeners. Was, I just, we really pulled it together towards the end, didn't we? Oh, and how? Especially in that last three-minute link. <laughs> yes, thank you, William. <laughs> thank you. That's fine. Anytime. <laughs> Um, Obviously, a very specific time. <laughs> Three minutes. <laughs> For listeners who may not sort of understand the reference, uh, then um, that's okay. Uh, just listen to it. Every now and again, I might sort of I don't know trim a link. Oh, really? To, uh, when on the podcast, so it's slightly different to the live show in such a way as that it just makes it more palatable. And um, whereas, uh, and William just sort of completely. No, I did. I just, mate, I just decided as a fancy a little bit of fun towards the end of the show, and I thought maybe the thing to do would be to start telling the listeners exactly how long the link's been. <laughs> so I can't just, edit it. Or, yeah, so if you do edit it, then it's very obvious that you've been manipulated by shouting about whether or not this made it into the edit. <laughs> um, just a thought, William, we mentioned... Um, Stalin. We mentioned um, Andy Murray, the British tennis player, during the show. Andy Murray, the British tennis player, the goose, or Andy Murray, the British tennis player, the human? Andy Murray, the British tennis player, the human. Right. Um, because, and, and we didn't really sort of elaborate on that. We just what, said, the Andy Murray, we, the British tennis player, the human? No, we just sort of made the reference of Andy Murray, the British tennis player, the goose. Oh, Andy Murray, the British tennis player, the goose. Um, at our parents' house, there are geese. Yes. Uh, I think they already had names, but William and I it's decided... Like British or something. They were, they were, they were they're all called Bridget. <laughs> William and I decided that we, they were going to rename them, so we named the oldest one Sue Barker. We named one... No, two of them Venus and Serena. Yep. Uh, one of them, Andy Murray, the British tennis player. He was the biggest. And Tim. And Tim <laughs> had a sort of gnarled wing. Yeah, kind of all twisted and out at one angle. And it's it great fun. He didn't look like he was going to last. And every time he sort of would struggle to do Keep anything, up. it was great yeah. fun shouting, Come on, Tim! Ten- tennis geese. Tennis, ge- tennis geese are a fantastic thing. You name geese after tennis players and you name uh, any ducks after medicines. That's right. And um, yeah. we'll explain that on the next show. Yay! We've got a method of maintaining listeners. <laughs> Suspense! Narrative arc. Yes, you're a narrative arc. <laughs> <laughs>